Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome one of the stars. He also was in Sisters, so you know him. You all know who I'm talking about. He's a tall drink of water, and he's off the market because he just got engaged, ladies. I'm talking about Sky Alvester Black. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Amp. <laughs> that was that was a, a, a hell of an intro. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, you know, I mean, that's the thing that caught my eye. You know, the first episode, I'm like, is that Bolo? Because Bolo <laughs> made a lot of, you know, he had a lot of attention on that, a lot of Housewives se- season, right? And then uh, na- we, now we, we get to see, because they, bl- they, they had to fuzz it out on Atlanta Housewives, the largeness of Bolo. But in, y'all just be like, it's right there. Like, it's uh, right I- full display I mean, sign up for when you do this show you you sign you sign your nudity waiver oh my God. let's go here we okay. go <laughs> all right so your character amp you play the nephew of madam who's played by eva marsal did yes. you because she came from atlanta housewives and now she's on this was that was there <laughs> some so i'm feeling like there's like all of this cross pollinating you in, engaged to a woman <laughs> that you were on sisters with Tyler Perry production. This is a Tyler Perry production. There's a lot of incestuous things going on here. Coincidences, man. Coincidences. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm it's, gonna move it's on. called living in Atlanta. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay. well, I live in LA, so I'm oh, well. So there, mind your business. There you go. All right. So Amp is the nephew. He's got an interesting background. He just got mm. out of prison, and his aunt puts him to work in her nightclub, which features male dancers. And one, I think she's a female. Uh, yeah. So there's that, right? But she dances for women. It's a lot, it's a lot going on. This the show is a lot. Yeah. So when you got the script and like in the first scene, people get blown up and getting shot, and then there's nobody going to jail for that. But you, <laughs> you're like, could this happen in real life? What were your a thoughts? Lot of, you... A lot of bodies. A lot of, a lot bodies. of bodies. I think it does happen in real life. We just don't know. You know. Um, what people don't know is all the Queen's men, it seems, it is larger than life, it's a crime drama. But what I, some of the stories I set down with the guys, um, cause uh, the guys do come from that world. A lot of this is based on fact mm. for season two. The first season was, I gotta shout out Christian Keys. That is our creator. It was derived from his book, Ladies Night. And um, Christian wrote and created, uh, which is now you see all the Queen's men. So this has been a 10 year process. And uh, Christian actually was when he wrote it, his character was Amp. And so now that Christian has stepped over into executive producing and he joined in with TPS and Tyler and they uh, came together and they adapted the book for television. You started to um, that's how we got all the Queen's men. And Scout Scout Amps Amps uh uh is the the player with the heart of gold. Just just want to yeah. find love, which yeah, is, which is a is a is a real thing. A lot of the like I've talked about this on the show. So just so wait so you, before yeah before we get into yeah. it, Dante used to go by the name King Mandingo. Prince Prince oh Prince, <laughs> Prince Mandingo. See, you had graduated yeah. to King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dante. So, so you, and down at Eden, huh? Is that oh yeah, I, I did. I I did. I stripped for for ten years. 
10 years up and down the East Coast. And so there's a lot of authenticity. It is funny because uh, Karen and I were talking about the the dude that tried to come up behind dude and you know, which is absolutely a thing that happens. I, I think that what a lot of it happens is just that because we're looking at the show so intensified, like a condensed version, the murders, mm-hmm. the 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 sex, everything's happening in fifty minutes. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So it's all kind of stuck together. But you, you, yeah, it's a it's a wild world that people <laughs> would not think that you like. If you're not in that world, you don't even know. Exactly. You wouldn't even think it's possible. Mm. Exactly, like you said, we're, you're condensing something that could possibly happen over a year to two years in 50 minute episode. Yeah. So yeah. it it looks amplified, but it's really actual events. I was blown when I was listening to some of the circumstances that a lot of the episodes were inspired by. I was like, "Where are you?" Now the, the dudes in the show are they actually were they did they actually dance as well? Most yes. of them, they, all of they, them. They, they, yeah. Oh they, wow. Okay. And, I kind of like about the show um they wanted to make it authentic as possible mm-hmm. so the dudes that are in the club my my fellow cast mates yeah. um michael bolo bowler keith um who plays babyface mid um jeremy who plays midnight and uh el fuego played by dion rome they are all actually from that world yeah so that was the cool part of to while you're filming they said nah this would happen this way or no yeah. I, I, I can relate to this this way so that was that was great about it I could tell that they were dancers. Here's how I knew they were dancers. Uh, Money did, one of them, y'all were doing a routine and y'all did a routine where you you support your weight on the, on, on the, the on the chair and then you yeah. hump to the left, turn, swivel your hips and something. You don't, that's, you don't nah. do that unless you do that. Unless you, yeah, I had to learn that. I was going to ask Sky how you research because Sky Al- Alvester Black is a ballet dancer. You you studied where Misty Copeland studied like you 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 were like Debbie Allen was your idol. You are a trained mentor, dancer. Actually, your mentor. Debbie, I'm sorry. I'm an, an actor. So, yeah, she's 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 um, a mentor to me. She's awesome. But um, sorry to cut you off. No, 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 no. I I wanted to know, like, how do you transition from you know on point to um, grinding in the air and then you know putting your face uh, in women's coochies? I just, I, I need well, to know well, what the transition what, is. Uh, the men don't really dance on point. We support the girls, so I mean we're we're doing the lifting and the jumping. But um, in all honesty, I made the move um after I went professional at sixteen. So I made the move. I would think. Um, around like 1920, after I did it for a couple of um, for a couple of years, and I'll be honest, what what really made me leave ballet because at that time there weren't a lot of black successful ballet dancers that were um, men or that were just black. Period. You know, and um, I remember being in the company. The last company I was in was actually Atlanta Ballet, um, and I called my grandparents. I was raised with my grandparents, and I'm from the real Miami. So Dade County, Carroll City. Mm. <laughs> so I remember calling my grandparents and I was like, man, there's nothing like having everything you want and still feeling sad. Mm. At that time, being 19 and being in the South, and I couldn't really wrap my head around the segregation within the organization. It was it was a lot of mental wear and tear on my personal psyche of being this ballet dancer and striving for this per- level of perfection, put my body through all of this high intense movement. And then you know you sitting 
down and you're having your boss say you're great, but you'll never see a black prince to a white princess here. Mm. So that became a little discouraging factor. Now, was that me. actually said to you? Did that, oh, or, or was just an understood thing? No, that was said. Oh, you're great. Wow. wow. However, this is your ceiling. And um, I don't deal in ceilings. <laughs> I don't, and yeah. um, I moved to Los Angeles and um, I did the artist struggle, man. I used to play sax um, and I pawned my saxophone to move to LA for $275. Dang. Yeah, I stayed, I did, the, I did the journey. I stayed in the one room studio for the people. And I had a friend at the time said, hey, you should dance again, you know, just to make ends meet, I'll hook you up with my agent. I said, I'm cool. I'll get me a job at like FedEx and, and figure out my next steps. Wow. Jumped, called his agent. And his agent signed me based on my previous resume. And um, I had an audition for B and Desi's Child at the time. And it was like my second audition and I booked it. And my life literally changed. So I started, I went Dang, straight You from took it back. You dated yourself right there. <laughs> child. They ain't been I together mean, since 99. <laughs> <laughs> Not that far back, but I mean, I, 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 I started, I had to learn hip hop as I was working because that wasn't my world. So I was picking up fast and here I was thrown into tours. And I literally, I went on back-to-back -back tours for like 10 years from, um, with B, Mariah, and Rihanna. So I was learning all kinds of aspects of, all right, this is the commercial world. Cut to getting um, all the Queens men. And there was a five-year gap because I just, you know, moved the story along a little bit. I, once I fell in love with acting, and Debbie exposed me to it. I thought that for me, I had to earn it. So I stopped at the peak of my dance career. My last performance was with B on the 2014 VMAs when I was a partner. And I said, no, nah, I got to make my dreams happen. I fell, I fell in love with acting and, and I quit dancing completely. Went homeless three times. I had the job. I, I, had the, I was out here as recent as 2020. Um, top of 2020, I was valet parking cars at the West Hollywood edition in Los Angeles. From I knew, I knew I seen you from somewhere. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, knew, I, I, something, I knew it. Oh, and, my God. I, was, I also had jobs on, on the weekend to get that money under it, man, because I, I was facing eviction, but my acting class was paid, and that's all I cared about. And um, when Sisters came along, I've been doing stuff here and there, but Sisters was actually my big break. And once I did Sisters, people don't realize I auditioned for All the Queen's Men during the pandemic. I auditioned mm. for All the Queen's Men before Sisters. Wow. Oh. It happened just because of the fact that it was a pandemic. Everything was closed. So yeah. here I go and shoot Sisters. And just like every other audition, you audition, you forget about it. You don't mm. really too much on it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You drive you crazy. You keep, yeah, you keep hustling. You keep pushing on. And I remember getting home from shooting season two of sisters and i got a call from my agent he said hey tyler um you just booked the lead in tyler's new show and mm -hmm. and you're leading male and i will not lie to you all i got on the ground said thank you god tears came down my eyes and i called my grandmother and i said yo you don't have to work anymore mm. and and so that's how we now get to all the queen's men but the dancing part of all the queen's men i one would be like, oh, you were a dancer. It was cool. Nah, bro. Different game. It, it was a different, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, a different, different game. game. Once I yeah. 
understood what I had to do, I would say I really leaned on my castmates. I, I asked questions. Yeah. You know, cause the, the part of Amp that I could do, the character study and all that, I could do that by myself. I can yeah. read the script, I can make up backstory, I can go into it. But as far as to be authentic, because these dudes do this for a living, and yeah. I want it to be authentic as possible. What's, so what's interesting is even being classically trained, being classically trained as a dancer makes it difficult to make the connection with the women on the, on a, on a sexual level simply Completely. because it's a big difference. So you could always, because like, it was dudes who were classically trained ballet and modern and jazz that used to, and they couldn't get, they couldn't get the, the, the rise out of the way because it wasn't a direct connection connection with the woman specifically or, and the, the sexual connection. Completely. So it's like, there's a whole different, I, I don't a, know. If, I mean, could you talk about that? That, that, what was the, the change? What, how do you change that? You, and I will say hip hop. Uh -oh. Are you showing us? Okay. Cause he, he almost got <laughs> up. <laughs> I would say hip hop really vastly helped me with that, but also just being open to come in and say, yo, yes, I was a dancer, but I wasn't a dancer like this. And I need to learn from you. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are the nuances? The, I, I, the nuance and humility of... Then, you know, you're providing a fantasy by yourself for the yeah. woman, women in front of you. Yeah. There is no disconnect of because from a stage and this, that, and the other. It is your job to give that woman a fantasy and whatever and fulfill. And it's only you by yourself on that stage. Yeah. So that's an art form. There's certain... Yeah athletic moves that you got to do it's not just about up there winding your hips like you gotta you you gotta go for it you gotta give a theme you gotta put on a one-man show and and that for me i think one of the best scenes if you if people watch season one bogo and i we rehearsed that scene as far as like yo and i told him i said i don't want to know how you're going to say anything i don't know what you're going to say in it i just want to know once the cameras hit explain to me your entire life as if you were training me to go be a headliner on one of your events or on a stage with you. That's how I need to learn. How, yeah. how, how involved is uh, Tyler Perry? Like, is he, cause I, I always hear that he's, in, he's super involved with his projects. Was is he in on the table reads, the, the dance rehearsals? Is he, you know, how involved is he? Tyler is very involved. Like once we start shooting, Tyler's right there every step of the way. Like he, he's he's directing, he's writing, he's actually, see people don't realize with us, and I love being at Tyler Perry Studios because we shoot probably about, on all the Queens men, I'll say we'll shoot like 60 pages a day. We're shooting a whole wow. series in in two and a half weeks. Yo. So we're shooting, this, this year we got 20 episodes. So we're we're literally like, you got one take. So you need to know who you are. And and Tyler does what I do love about him so much is that if you know your character, he gives you room to play. And and he he encourages you to know these characters better than he does. Because go past the writing on the stage. You should be that invested. So if you're in a moment, and there's a lot of moments that, I, especially Eva and I, we never rehearse. Child. We, could, we never rehearse. <laughs> we literally, from, from the time us together we're so locked in like there's moments that happen i always say in season one when she breaks down and crying and i'm holding her that was that's just in the moment and we knew that relationship and how important that was of amp and madam and yeah we we stick to the script to a degree however we 
he allows us to, if we know our characters, to go ahead and play and fill out these moments and mm. make something up. So we're he's talking, very involved. Well, I want to re- reintroduce you. We're talking with Sky Alvester Black. He is amp in all the Queen's men. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but I feel like where I left off, I haven't watched the latest episode, but I mm-hmm. feel like you might be in danger. Uh, your okay. life might be in danger. I just feel like, you know, are you going to make it? It's, Bro, it's we, season one. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you going to make it to season three? Is like, what? Do, can you tell us anything? And what can I tell you? I can tell you this. See, the thing I love about Amp the most is that you really get to see the arc of Amp from season one to season two. And you also get to really Amp, you, you get to see Amp flip you will honestly see why Amp and Madam are related. Mm, oh, let me find. Okay, don't say less. Say less. Say less. Okay. <laughs> you just slipped in You because I don't want to <laughs> give it away. I already t- told too much. Um, you said I, I went on tour with B and Riri. Uh, yeah, and, peep that. You know, that. Like, All first names. Like you are, yeah. like you, so tell us something about Beyonce people would be shocked about. Oh. Um, you know what's crazy, and I always say this, and people are like, how can you say this? I think B is actually underrated. Mm. And the reason why is because I, I was that guy because I love the entire, like now I'm producing a lot, and I'm going over into executive producing as, as developing projects while I'm also still in the forefront of acting. And she knows every single minute just detail about her craft. Everything from business to craft to this to it, it's it's kind of like a machine that you that you're that you're watching. And I always say I got paid to go to entertainment college. Mm-hmm. And and when you see somebody who's that the work ethic, we they, people talk about a work ethic work ethic a lot. However, the 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 tenacity and the knowledge that she has is incredible. And mm-hmm. I took that with my career. And continue that forward. And I learned a lot from all everybody that I've met. I mean, Tyler, I learned so much about directing and the eye and the and the instantaneous moments of making decisions. And um, yeah, man, I, it, it was just fruit, 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 mm-hmm. endless supply. Take with you. Uh, and and before and you're from Miami, I got so many questions. We only got like three minutes left. I'm so mad it's about this guy. The real so, Miami from Carroll City. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when you come back, because you 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 talk about your grandparents, and I'm like, you know, who gave you the name Sky? Like that's such an unusual name. And what's the story behind it? And, and your people's like, tell me just a little bit about yeah. them. Born and raised. Uh, my grandparents are the they are the reason why I'm here. Um, Union Springs, Alabama. My granddad passed in 2015, right before I made it. Sorry. Um and once uh, my grandfather passed, I just, I, I said, okay, look, I took out the Alvester out of my name and became Sky Black because I wanted to, like I said earlier, wanted to really earn it. And I didn't want to be prejudged on a moniker from my dance world to interfere with my acting. And so I went in the rooms naked. I didn't want anyone to have preconceived notions. So that was my choice, actually. And once I felt that I got to a place where I could stand on my own as an actor, I put Alvester back into to honor my grandfather because his name is, I'm actually named after my grandfather, well, was named legally, um, Alvester Martin III, his name's Alvester Martin Sr. I changed it into Sky Alvester Black. It was like a rebirth for me. Mm. 
I love it. Um, so uh, you're, are you going to make it through season two? Amp? <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm the leading man on the show. All right. I, I, so that's a know, yes. That's a yes. You know, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. You know, it's also a Tyler Perry production. Anything can happen. Yeah, People get blowed up. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just ridiculous. People get blowed up and shot and killed, and nobody that's goes true. to jail for that. He so come back interesting. With braids in the third <laughs> <season>. <laughs> a lot of women have t- tweeted me on this, and they want to know if Midnight ever gets his dick working again. <laughs> uh, wow. <don't> see. <laughs> We'll see. Well, is Midnight's dick gonna fall off in season two? That's what we. <laughs> no. Nothing. Is Midnight dick gonna fall off on season two? <laughs> That's what we know. That's inquiring minds want to know. Listen, um, Scott, come back anytime because I got way more questions for you. Uh, but all the Queens men, y'all, BET Plus, it's worth it just to get it. BET Plus. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.